You're welcome to everything living. Hey, hey, hey there. You're welcome once again to everything living. I am Pastor Gabriel Gregory coming to you again. Now, in our other podcast, we talked about um, what are the things that are important to you. And, um, you know, I left you with a question. And um, I just wanted to, those are just two. I gave you two in the first podcast. And I'd like you to listen to the podcast and um, get, you know, where we are. But today, in this podcast, I want us to, like, have a few more. You know, I said, what are the things that are important to you and how do you know the things that are important to you? You know, because um, you might ask yourself that question and we need to ask ourselves or ourselves that question so that we can actually prioritize the things that we do. And sometimes or most times, it is important for you to prioritize what is important to you because that helps for a better organization and management of your life. And what 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 you don't organize will be rough. <laughs> what you don't manage will definitely be scattered. So things don't just happen. You have to consciously, you know, manage your life. Consciously organize your life. Third one I want to add today is um, how much money do you spend on that thing that either you spend so much hours doing, or either you you do often. How much money do you spend on anything? From knowing how much money you spend on something, you can know that that thing is actually important to you. How much money do you spend? You know, the Bible says in St. Matthew chapter number 6, verse 21, it says where, where your treasure is, it says that's where your heart will be also. That means where your money is, that's where your heart is. Because your money is there. You keep spending. You keep, uh, your money is always there. You keep doing this thing. You keep losing a lot of money doing this. The Bible says that's where your heart is. Meaning that thing is important to you. That thing is at the top of your heart. Basically, it's important to you. Now, just like I said in the previous podcast, I said that thing that you do, is it beneficiary to you? Does it add to you, to yourself worth? Does it add to your confidence about yourself? Does it add to your finances? Does it add to your family? Does it add to your personality? Then if it's not, you know what to do. You know what to do. And sometimes when we, when we ask ourselves, is it important to me? You might not really get a good answer if you think only about is it important to you? I'll challenge you to broaden your scope and not just ask yourself, is it important to me? Is it beneficiary to me? But ask yourself, is it important to the society? Is it important to mankind? And another one I want you to add to it is, is it important to God? Is it important to God? Now, how would you know something that is important to God? 
Let me give you something that is very, very simple about God, but people don't pay attention to. If you study the Bible, the Bible was not written for animals. It was not written for dogs, for things. It was not written for material things. The Bible was written because of mankind. God is all about mankind. And anyone who sees the good and the benefit of any other person or other people, that person is qualified for God's blessing. That's how God sees. God cares about those who care about other people. I'm going to say that again. God cares about those who care about other people. So if you want to know what God is all about, if you want to know what God, what is mostly important to God, it is mankind. It is that brother next to you. It is that your neighbor. It is that your sister. It is that your friend. It is other people. Those are the people. That is what is most important to God. God cares about people's lives. So whatever you are doing, if it is not important to God, if it's not beneficial to mankind, then I tell you, it's not beneficial to God. If it's not beneficial to you, it's not beneficial to God. Because God seeks that you grow. The Bible says, He said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. That's God. He said, He wishes above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So that gives you an idea of who God is. And he said in the book of Jeremiah, he said, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. He said, they are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. God is talking. He said, the thoughts that he thinks of you, he says, they are of good and not of evil. He says, they are all of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. And this brings me to the fact that it's funny how people can say that they don't need God in their life and they don't need God in their business. They don't need God, you know. Some would even say their success was achieved by their hard work. And I... It's, it's funny to me because it's so, it's so much of ignorance. This is the God who can take your life. This is the God who can seize your breath. No matter the success that you have achieved by what you think is your ability, there are those who have put in so much strength than you and they are nobody. I hope you realize that. There are those who have given much more much more than you have given. Done much more than, than you have done. But there are still nobody. God is involved in everyone's life. No matter how bad you are, no matter how good you are, you have an iota of God in you. Because the Bible says, God was talking, said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness in our image and our likeness. And the Bible said, it said, God made man in his image and his likeness. 
In other words, man was created by God to look like God and to function like God. So no matter how bad you are, you have two eyes, you have two nostrils, you have two legs, you have two arms. Whether they've been amputated or not, you were created to look like God. And that's why you have those two arms, those two legs, those two, two eyes, because that's how God looks. So you can't say you don't need God because you have him in your very being. Your very being. So, whatever is important to God, whatever is important to you and beneficiary to you and to mankind and into the society, then that's what you should pay attention to. That's what you should spend time doing. And I don't know why this is coming to my spirit right now, but there are many people who would say, this is what I want to do. I want to do something. I want to do that. And they keep procrastinating and they don't get to doing what they said they want to do. You know, I, f- I sense in my spirit that there's someone who will be listening to this podcast and has something to do. He has a vision, but somehow he has not been able to get to it. I'll tell you something. Your life is not important until you start touching lives. A man is empty without a vision. Until you begin to affect lives and to do that which you have as your vision to better the society to better yourself, then you might not understand the meaning of your life and the purpose and the, and the worth of your life. Most of the times, the greatest lesson that we ever learn about ourselves, we find them out and the path of fulfilling our purpose and the path of fulfilling that vision that is so strong in your heart. So you might not even understand yourself until you understand and begin to do your vision. So I'm telling you today, what are the things that you pay attention to? Or what are the things that are important to you? Think again. Take some time to think. Take some time to relax. Get a bottle of water right beside you and drink that water and sit back and ask yourself, what are the things that are important to me? What are the things that don't hurt to me? In the business world, I did a little bit of reading. You know, I love businesses and um, I love doing business. And one of the things that, um, one of the things I came across reading a lot of books about business is that, um, is the definition of liability and asset. The definition of liability and asset. The dictionary might not give you a straight insight into what that really is. Even schools might not even give you the correct and the perfect definition of what an asset is or what a liability is. But I'll give you a very simple one that I found. 
Liability is anything that takes something out of you. But in the case of business, anything that takes money out of your pocket is a liability. But an asset is something that gives to you, that adds to you. So whatever it is that you're doing, and it's not an asset, and it's a liability, you are man and woman enough to make your decision about those things. I want you to realize that your life is important and you are born for a reason. There's something you are supposed to add to this generation, to this earth. Jesus said in the book of Matthew, he says, ye are the light of the world. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. He says, you are the light of the world. Verse 13, 14. He said, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. He said, you are the salt of the earth. You know what a salt is? A salt is a seasoner. That means you're supposed to season this earth. Bring on your season to this world, brothers and sisters. Shine your light. Because that's who you are. And that's why I tell people, you cannot shine and you cannot be a season in this world forever, for long, and effectively enough, and acceptably by God enough. Except you know God. Except you're born again. Because Jesus is the light of glory. And he makes us the light. And he was the one that says we are the light of this world and, the, and that we are the salt of this earth. He is the only one who can make us that. Who, who can make us live like that. Who can make us function like that. And this also, I want you to know that you cannot know yourself until you know Jesus. How is that possible? We'll talk about it someday. But I tell you, you cannot know yourself until you know Jesus. You cannot. You can only find information that will depress you. That will break you. But when you know Jesus, you will know the, the real you. And at that point in time, nobody can destroy your confidence and your self-worth. Nobody can tackle it. Nobody can tamper with it. Because in knowing Jesus, you know yourself. That's why I cannot be depressed. No, you, can, you cannot tamper with my self-worth. Because I didn't get my self-worth from another man. I didn't get my self-confidence from another man. I found him and he showed me my self-worth and my self-confidence. And since then, I am ever confident. Even when I make mistakes, I'm still confident about myself. So, I want you to pay attention to this. I wonder why I'm even talking like this. Well, I guess these are topics that you talk about with deep thoughts, with deep thinking. Just like I said, I'm passionate about people getting better. I'm passionate about people fulfilling their dreams. We need a lot more dreamers, visionaries in this world. And let me tell you something. God has so much that he wants to give. But if you let him, then he will reveal it to you. And you can shine in that thing in which he has called you to do.
Don't close your mind to God. Don't close your heart to God. Brothers and sisters, I am telling you from more than my experience that you need Jesus to make you that which he has prepared and planned for you to be. If God can say that he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you, they are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. That means there is a way you're supposed to finish up. There is how your life is supposed to end. He said it's going to bring your, your life. It's going to bring you to that point. And that point, I can tell you, brothers and sisters, is a point of success. There's a point where you sit and look back and say, wow, I've been so successful. I am so great. That's the expected end. And guess what the Bible also says? It, said the, it says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. So God also has an expectation of you. And he needs your cooperation. He needs your submission. So that he can make you the man of his dream and the woman of his dream. This is what everything living is all about. It's about you living Waking up in the morning, listening to this, driving to work, stepping out there with boldness. I tell you, you are bigger than what you see on the inside of you. You probably don't see and you probably don't know because you don't have someone like you telling you this about yourself. But that's the truth. I'm not trying to flabbergast your mind, but I'm telling you what the word of God says about you. There are a lot of noise and voices out there who are not telling you what God says about you. And that's why I'm here. To tell you what God says, what God has said concerning you, his mind concerning you, and his thoughts of you. So if you're listening to this audio and you have so much question about all these things that I've just talked about, how could this be true? You know, there are people who grow up, or maybe you are listening to me right now, and you grew up, your parents were telling you how much of a failure you'll be. Maybe your brothers and your sisters. Maybe your friends. Maybe even at school. Maybe your teachers. They were like, oh, you're so dull. You're so stupid. You're just, I don't think you amount to anything. Maybe that's how you've grown up to hear. That they were saying it is proof positive that they are saying wrong and that's not what God is saying concerning you. And I can prove that to you. Send me a message. If you are that person. On everythinglivingpodcast at gmail.com If you have any question about what I've just talked about. So what is it that is important to you? And what should you be paying attention to right now? That's what I'm asking you. And that's what I want you to think about. And I want you to look at your life today. And if you can be diligent enough in listening to this podcast and stay with us on this podcast, you can see the improvement in your life. You can see the improvement. You will see it. It will be so obvious because the word of God changes people and makes them what he actually talks about. And you are a Christian. You're listening to me right now. And you don't experience these things. Leave me a message. Ask me questions. I'll definitely answer your question with speed and accuracy. 
I say again, everythinglivingpodcast.gmail.com. That's where you should leave your questions, your comments, and whatever you have to say. God bless you. And I hope that the next time I'll be talking to you, I'll have so much testimonies, so much joy, because someone has been blessed. And someone just stood up from their bed to face their life and be productive. Once again, I say God bless you. Thank you for listening. And like I always say, I'll see you on the other side.